money. Let's talk money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Obviously, this is all about money. Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. (laughs) With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money. With Dave and Reb. From more than enough, real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. I'm just pointing out something on I, our sheets. You got it. I'm You're right on it. top of it. it. Good. On the way in the show, Rebecca's <laughs> changing the script. No, just kidding. So, <laughs> welcome. This is Some the show you where. Know. We don't script everything, but I do have notes that we try and follow. We have pieces of paper, and yes. if you're watching on YouTube, you would see that. Yes. That we have pieces of paper on the table. Yeah, so right. thanks for pointing that out. All right. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yes, we got the studio full again with yes. our tax team. We're just, if, if you want the intro to find out who they are, you have to go back to the show in December. So all in unison now, say good morning. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> all right. Awesome. So welcome Dave's, to the Dave, show. Dave has sung in a choir for the fall. And so he likes doing things as a conductor <laughs> now. No, that is not true. That is not. I do not want the job of a conductor. We are totally off track this morning. We're talking about taxes. It's tax talk today. Tax talk. That's a triple alliteration, something or other. Tax talk talk today. Tax talk talk today. today. Oh, my goodness. So a little bit of housekeeping. (laughs) Uh, I want to give a a, a real big shout out to a new sponsor that we have in Joanne Jehu. She's one of our financial advisor partners that we have. And and, um, yeah, Joanne's sponsoring sponsoring today's show. uh, So so thank you very much, Joanne. Thank you, Joanna. And uh, if you're first time on the show, then welcome. Thank you for listening in. If you were a longtime listener, then you're finding the show on one of the many podcasting platforms or morethanough.ca. I had somebody uh, just last week reach out to her. We were talking. He says, oh, by the way, we did a show on fraud last fall. And it was specifically a little bit more to say, you know, um, detecting fraud and protecting. We had a 20 minute conversation about fraud and he's like 22. He's a really oh. young guy. Um, you know, right into technology. And so thank you. I, we love that feedback. We love to, to kind of get into that. And if it generates some questions, we also like to, to answer there and, and call the office. There is a so. never ending stream of things that we can talk about, about money. Yeah. So today, um, as I am reminded again, um, it is not Christmas any longer. So we can talk taxes in January because tax season is coming. There are deadlines. Mm. End of February, as I learned recently, Recently, uh, all kinds of deadlines coming up in the months ahead. So we're just going to dig in. But I do want to say that there is an infamous scripture verse of, around taxes. Mm. One of them in Matthew 22, that the Pharisees went out and laid plans to trap Jesus in his words. They sent their disciples to him along with the Herodians. Teacher, they said, we know that you are a man of integrity and you teach the way of God in accordance with the truth. You aren't swayed by others because you pay no attention to who they are. Which, okay, we could have a whole conversation about what they just said. But anyway, tell us then, what is your opinion? Is it right to pay the imperial tax to Caesar or not? But Jesus, knowing their evil intent, said, you hypocrites, why are you trying to trap me? Um, so we don't want anyone coming to our office saying that to our tax team. We don't want you to say that, but 
Jesus says to them, show me the coin using, used for paying the tax. And they brought him a denarius and he asked them, whose image is this and whose inscription? Caesar's, they replied. Then he said to them, so give back to Caesar what Caesar's and to God what is God's. When they heard this, they were amazed. So they left him and went their way. Mm. Uh, we could do a whole show just on... I just wonder, though, did they go and pay their taxes? Well, like, did they go away to pay their I, taxes? I would what? think so. Yeah. They had to. I mean, there was a lot of tax that... I mean, they had a temple tax. They had the tax to Caesar. So th- there's a lot of things about that story, but... We we just want to encourage listeners today that tax season will be upon us sooner than later, and we do have to prepare. And that's one of the things we want to talk about today. In December, at the end of the show, you had all given us your, like, what is one thing we could do for you? Um, at, it, when people come to our office and say, please do our taxes. And um, Destiny, you said a summary would be great. Like if you could provide a summary, like what did you pay in hydro all year? What did you pay for charitable? And we, or- we actually have more than enough have a list so to guide you so that if you're like, I don't know what to summarize, hey, we've got a list got that a list. we can send out and right. everybody's nodding their heads because we worked hard <laughs> together to on that. To okay, what do we need? A lot of that is compliance, right? So, so yes, and Stephen said, like the folder. <laughs> if you can do the folder all year and have it ready to go and you hand to me and everything's in there, like that is just a gift. Mm-hmm. It's it's Think of it as giving gifts. Like maybe gold, frankincense, and myrrh. I don't know. Your tax folder, your your summary. And then bronze is, you know, take responsibility and understand that this is a responsibility as a Canadian citizen in our nation. We have to own it. We can't leave it to anybody else. And you said something that was really interesting. And you said, don't fight the system. Mm -hmm. We can actually have that attitude in us that rails against well, this just isn't fair. Well, yeah, but it is It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, what can you there do? There are other something? avenues if there's something you feel is unfair that you can do. Avoiding paying your taxes is probably not the right one. Right. Yeah, right. And then, and, and I know that the scripture verse, you know, maybe we take it out of context sometimes because there's a lot, there's a lot in what Jesus says, give to Caesar what Caesar's and to God what's God's. There's a lot that we could talk about in there, but essentially I remember Bron, you saying to me once, you know, next to paying your mortgage, paying your tax bill is like the highest responsibility we have as Canadians mm-hmm. and we can't avoid it. We can't put our heads in the sand. So today we do want to talk about that preparedness, the follow through. What are some things that we need to know for this tax season? So I don't know who wants to start. Maybe Stephen. Stephen. Yes. I would just to start. I'd like to warn people that late filings this year is going to cost a lot more than previous years. Right. So you're really going to have to make sure that you have all your stuff put together, sent to your accountant before the deadlines earlier, the better. Um, and and what what is that? Do you know that what how it's increased? Like, is it up a percent or? Um, it's up a couple percent. It kind of went with inflation. So okay, okay. so lots of lots of increase there. And, and you said something I want to pick up on that, Stephen. So um, there are some deadlines. Can you just review deadlines for us? Because that's really important. 
Um, so end of February, it's a leap year. So February 29th this year, T4s, T5s, T4As, pretty well your T-slips are due. Um, so if you're a business and, and you're on this submitting part, that's your deadline. But also as a recipient, I can expect my T4 to be in my hand at the very latest on the 29th of February. Yes. Or if it's mailed to you, it might be a little later, but close to that time. Uh, Your RSP deadline is going to be around that time too. Um, So for any individuals that have some extra money um, to put in your RSP is always a good plan to reduce your taxes for the upcoming year. Uh, for this year. That may warrant a conversation ahead of time. Yes. <laughs> right? A little bit of tax planning to go, okay, do I buy RSPs before the end of February or does it not make a difference and I should be doing, using other mechanisms in terms of, of my tax return? So, yeah. And then that brings us to the April 30th deadline for your. Uh, personal income taxes. Right. So so that's all of us in terms of personal income tax. That's when we're on the 28th of April and looking for someone to do our tax return on time because it's going to cost us money if it doesn't get done. I would suggest having it to us way before that. Uh, we've, we've got a pile of them. I remember so. he has two children at home that keep him up at night in general. So April, we want to be nice to Stephen yeah. in April. Yes. And Braun and Destiny. And Braun and Destiny. Okay, yes. I'm very sensitive to the young father in the room so i but i do want to say this because destiny i just called called up an email you and and i had an interaction with about the late filing fee and the one thing you said in it pay even if you know you have a balance due and you you don't believe you can pay it all please file by the deadline because and why is that like why can't we just bury our head in sand like oh i owe the money it's no big deal well, I think it, it's the main thing is what you highlighted from our December show is taking that accountability, your responsibility. So not only to avoid having a late fee for filing late, but if in filing you owe the government, there will be an additional fee tacked onto that that people want to avoid. So heading, stucking your head in the sand may feel a little comfortable because like a child under the blanket, if I can't see you, you can't hurt me, (laughs) but you're still hurting yourself in the long run. So it makes sense. Even if you don't know, or you don't have the money to pay, you think you're going to end up away anyway, still file because it's easier to do a reassessment if necessary than to have to incur unnecessary late fees and penalties for what's owing and for late filing. Just try to avoid that at all costs because if you're in a financial bind, it's that's just going to put you. Yes, it's going to magnify it's, it. Because I'm just reading, there's a five percent of your 2022 balance owing is 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 the penalty plus an additional one percent for yes. each month. That you don't want to be burying your head in the sand for months at all. And it compounds. Right. So just so I'm clear, because I'm a little bit the slow one here. So. If you file late, there is an additional late filing fee on top of, oh, now if it takes you three months or six months to actually pay that, then that's compounding on top. Mm -hmm. But if you owe or if you're expecting money back and you file late, 
you're going to lose some of that money that that you would have gotten, but you gave it away because you just yeah. simply mm-hmm. filed late. So to me, that you know, I like to be the positive and going, hey, wait a minute, if I'm getting a return, wait a minute, you're going to take some of my return away because I filed late because I've heard mm-hmm. that quite often. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I always get money back, so I don't really need to file on time. And you're saying, no, no, file on time because they're going to, because there could be a surprise that maybe you owe or something's happened that's changed your your story and if if i can add to that too just for those people there are genuinely some people who life has been so hard Mm -hmm. and they have evidence they're able to show the proof of the hardship there is ways you can make an appeal to cra and we are happy to help you with that to make the appeal to say that i can't i want to request that i have an exemption from the penalties and the fees because of hardship and as long as it's genuine and we can show them where that hardship came about then that is allowed for those people again who have genuinely been through hardship and that hardship has maybe consumed your thoughts and thus pushing the filing process into a place where it wasn't a priority for you. COA is a group of people who they have compassion and understanding but just to ignore them altogether that's a different (laughs) different thing. And and Ron can you speak to like just for a brief moment like do we need to be afraid of CRA? Can we just talk about that for a second? Well, it's never a good thing to be fear, have fear of that, right? We don't want to be slave to fear for sure, but lots of people do have anxiety around that. And my, um, my recommendation for most people is to keep the lines of communication open. As Destiny was pointed out, um, let's not put our heads in the sand. Let's face the, you know, what we need to do. And, um, I think the, best course of action is to um, is to be upfront and if they if you receive a letter then let's get the right response to that in the right time frame and so it's it's important to keep you know stay stay one with them because essentially they just have a job to do and I know that that sometimes misses the they miss the mark sometimes on that because of different demands and things like that. But uh, essentially, they're just doing their job and we just need to try to be as, you know, accommodating as possible with that. And I know for some people, that's really a difficult thing because they don't have that right mindset or whatever. But my recommendation is, yeah, let's make sure that we stay in communication with them. You know, I'm thinking about that and we are in January. So, you know, one of the things that increases the anxiety, as we all know, is the deadline. So some of us will respond positively to a deadline. I won't think about it till two weeks before, but then I'm, I'm all in, like I'm focused a hundred percent to kind of get it done by the deadline that creates a certain amount of anxiety, but we are in January. And so one of the reasons we wanted to talk in January is, is, we do have a little bit of margin here. So getting this to the priority, you know, to the top of the list now and saying, what do I need? You know, even reaching out to the officer and saying, what do I need to, to send you? Again, we'll send you the list. All right, I'm going to collect these documents and making your own deadline by, say, the end of January. 
I'm going to have all these documents collected. And then that gives, okay, there's February and then there's well, March. Well, sometimes and there's we April. have to wait for the right, of course, receipts or right? whatever to come in. But. but to start the process early helps to relieve some of that anxiety mm-hmm. uh, because uh, I know in my world, when I don't know what to do, then I don't do anything, right? So I say, oh, I don't know what to collect. I guess I'll just leave it. And then all of a sudden the deadline's here. And then, oh, there was a list. Shoot, I should have had that months ago, right? Again, how many times have we heard, oh, I didn't know I needed that months ago. In, in my world, in the mortgage world, that's kind of where, where I hear it. So, yeah, so interesting. So, Destiny, you had mentioned um, a season in your life um, when we were talking before just about how you invited um, Jesus mm-hmm. just to walk with you in it because you, we were we were saying um, before we started re- press record this morning that you know there are people who have ADHD or some s- mental struggles and for them collecting documents is just like uber stressful mm-hmm. um, and um, we actually did some shows with our sister in law Babs I'll have those in the show notes today just to be an encouragement, some things you can do to overcome. So you can, you know, do some concerted things to get the receipts and documents in, in the folder. But um, what did you do like that inviting Christ into that experience? It wasn't necessarily about money, but um, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It wasn't about money, but the same principle applies when you feel squeezed in, um, in life with anything, whatever it is, money, taxes, relationships, whatever the scenario is, it is easy for our focus to immediately shift from rejoicing to anxiety. And you no longer have a drive to prioritize or give attention to that thing because when you think of that thing, it's weighty. Mm-hmm. And because I was in a season that I had to be not just physically, but mentally present to do what God had called me to do, I had to cry out to God. I said, I need to see Jesus in this um, so that I don't step into disobedience and outside of his will. And I said that several mornings for several weeks. And I, I kid you not, I don't know how God did it, but it was supernatural. But my whole perspective shifted when I went into the environment, when I went, went among the people, I had a lighter continence about me. My heart shifted. So I was able to see Jesus in the situation that didn't bring me joy, but I was able to also, as a result of him shifting my perspective, take the ownership that was mine and faithfully steward what he had assigned me to and do what I needed to do. Had I had not been able to see Jesus, I would have kept my head in the sand. <laughs> like, was it just a sense of knowing, oh, he's in this with me? Was that what that was like? It was a sense, but it was there was, there was a peace. There was literally a peace and there was the grace of God carrying me where I can see the past three, four weeks I had anxiety and heavy heartedness and I didn't want to even show up, but I still showed up. And it's as if he was guiding my foot into the room every time. And I was more communicative. I was present, emotionally, mentally, spiritually present and engaged. And I stewarded the assignment. And the reason I have you uh, mention that is because I... For some folks, we put our finances in a box apart from our relationship with Christ. And even in this tax preparedness stuff, like invite him in. Because I I mean, I've been hearing that message from you, Bron, for a long time. Like, what does that look like when we invite him in to our tax journey? 
Right. I, I, to just to build on that, it, I think it's a simpler thing. You know, you are handing everything over to him and ultimately he has it all in control. And he, you know, it says in the Bible, he's got it all. And that means all. And that includes the, you know, everything that we're living with here. And that's the tax part and the, all the finance part. So he's he's in that. So I totally support what Destiny is saying. We have to invite Jesus to walk with us, mm-hmm. heal our pain. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody has issues. Everybody's got different emotions attached to so many different topics. So let's and tax included. <laughs> tax included. So we all need help along the way, and and it's not easy. No. So. I support the idea of so when inviting you, Jesus into that into that walk. So when Stephen and our tax team, Destiny Braun, sends an email to you and says, "Please collect this for us. We need this." Um, you can just take it a deep. Sent in love. It is, and it is, you can take a deep breath and and literally. I know for some this may sound silly. I don't know. Absolutely you, not. You know, I, you take a deep breath and say, "Jesus, like this is gonna like put me under the table today." But will you help me? Mm-hmm. Can you help me find the document? Mm-hmm. And my, I, I'm gonna just quickly tell this story. When my brother passed away, uh, I don't know, 21 years ago, I guess in March. 22 years ago, I guess. Well, um, my sister-in-law was left with three children and a farm to run. And it happened in March. So they were heading into the season of preparing the land. And um, anyway, she did not know where a lot of the documents were that were needed to take care of the farm for taxation, like all of that. And she pray every day, Lord, show me. And he would every day he would tell her where it was or what to do. And it was that intimate and that detailed. And she'd go and open the filing cabinet, pick up the folder, and there it was that she needed it. Mm-hmm. And I, and I want to honor your brother in that because um, this, did is have it organized. The, this is part of the story. This is, and, and nobody knew that he would pass away. It was a, it was a car accident. But the year before, we had had conversations and his mind was set on putting his house in order and making sure that things were right. And, and so those documents yeah. were in there and we look back now and we see the hand of the Lord in that, that Amen. nobody, he, he didn't know that there was going to be a car accident like that, that, but he had, he was, he was hearing the word of the Lord to say, Hey, you got to, you got to get these things organized. You got to get the, 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 so he was looking at their entire operation and had went through the process of organizing it and speaking to the, so uh, my sister-in-law also had a group of advisors that were very aware of the entire situation and, and guided her through, which again is all of the Lord just caring I'm just, and caring. I'm just right? realizing the legacy and the preparedness that he did mm-hmm. for that to happen. And I'm thinking of the preparedness we're asking people to have in place. You you may not die. We're not going to say that you know you're going to die this we time. We hope not. We hope that you don't. But um, but that is it's important to be prepared. And we don't say this lightly. We're not here to make your life harder. But it is a part. And and it feels hard. Do you guys think it it feels just a little bit harder this year? Like. I, I don't know, with with coming out of the p- pandemic and all the inflation and all this talk about money, does some of this preparedness feel harder for Canadians, do you think? I think so, because a lot of people right now are so focused on just 
surviving day to day. That's the reality for a lot of people, even people who may not be in the low income class. People are just day to day. I wake up this morning, God help me to survive, provide protect, maintain my family. Mm-hmm. So when you add now the, the, the necessity component of tax, yes. it's a lot. It is. But God's grace is sufficient. Yeah. And which is why we talk about inviting him in. Mm-hmm. Lord, help me. Like, if that's all you have to say. Lord, help me. Stephen wants more documents. <laughs> okay. So I have a couple of practical things that I want to bounce off the tax team. So you guys have to give me like a thumbs up and a thumbs down, but verbally, of course, because we're in the podcast. So, uh, you know, in listening, Brian, you mentioned, and, and I think the idea of if I'm in that overwhelmed space, then asking for help from someone, or if you're on the other end where you're like, you know, one of you three, where, hey, this is not a stressful place for me. How can I help? You know, again, in the context of our spheres of influence and the people we know, just asking for help. And maybe on the other side, offering for help. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, a practical solution for those of you that are listening, this is, if this is a, a happy spot for you, doesn't create anxiety, mm-hmm. then maybe look around and see if there's somewhere where you can help, even just collecting documents or going through. And if it is an anxiety producing spot for you, mm-hmm. then maybe letting someone else know, again, your trusted friend, this is your finances to, to say, I need help before we get to more than enough. Is that a thumbs up? Like, is that a good yeah, idea? Yeah, there's, okay, there's so thumbs up. There's thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, all thumbs up on that. So here's yeah. where Dave gets a little bit creative because I was thinking, you know how you do those, you know, food prep parties where everybody gets together and, you know, <laughs> they make meals for a month and it's like, you know, usually the girls are having a good old time, right? Because I haven't seen too many guys do that. But, but I was thinking, what about doing a tax prep party? I don't know, Dave. Yeah, well, look, I, I, like, I, I like that. I do like that. I like that. I like that. Oh, my God, look. Yeah. We've got three we minutes three left. Minutes left. <laughs> I don't know how we can unpack that. We maybe just leave that bombshell right there and say, well, what would it look like to do a tax prep party? I think it would sort of be like an April Fool's kind of thing, like <laughs> April 1st or in that week, the first week of April, have a get-together and have your And, and Stephen, Stephen, what over? are you okay. saying to that? How about March 1st? Uh, I, I'm thinking midway through March, you're probably better <laughs> yeah. off doing it. So set in your calendar now, mid-March, say March 15th. Oh, we're going to have a tax prep tax party. Tax prep party. We have no idea what that looks like. <laughs> or we're going to leave that. But, I think it's a great idea, though, yeah. right after, you know, right after St. Patrick's Day. Well, and I was thinking as we were all sharing, Stephen and I had a meeting this past little while and we sat down together and I said "What? tell me what this means and then I wrote it up and we were just doing process planning and stuff right it was so nice to do it with them and I think the same goes for what if you just had a friend over for tea someone who would be willing just to sit with you and go has the list for more than enough and say okay go find this go find this like wouldn't that be helpful i don't know Stephen. just in the last minute you want to speak to that yeah i mean you could just check off the list together like hey you got your t4 i got my t4 right <laughs> yeah. like let's 
Yeah. I, I don't know. It just so that could be that could be a couple thing, right? Again, yeah. you could, or girlfriends. You know, I, I, I'm picking up on the St. Patty's Day, so I'll have some green <laughs> beer on the table, and then no, okay, we won't not do that, green but, beer, well, you know, yeah. so. or kombucha from Carlington Booch. Okay, maybe we'll get Do a little to plug put, into the yeah, the, the we'll put our booch with the green. All right, we'll wrap up on that. <laughs> Thank you for for indulging me in my idea of a tax prep party. We'll see where I that like ends it, David. <laughs> Thank you all for coming. So appreciate it. And thank you to Joanne Jehu for uh, sponsoring our show <laughs> today. Yeah. Father, thank you so much for these beautiful people, Braun, Stephen, and Destiny, who serve faithfully you and your people and those who come for tax work at More Than Enough. We thank you that you give us a privilege of of navigating hard things with you. We don't do it alone and we're so grateful. And I just pray all of this and give you praise, Jesus. Amen. So yeah, we're going to shout out to Joanne Jehu and, and maybe a last shout out just to say you are not alone. We're here at More Than Enough. There's the podcast. There's people that you have surrounded you and you can join us next time when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.